0: Hey y'all, welcome back to Unsolved Self. I'm your host, Michelle. And I'm Maddie. Hope everybody had a great week. We're recording this in the fe- the pack. future. future. We're recording this uh, ahead of time. It'll be past when
1: they hear it.
0: <laughs> True that. That's why I was trying to like, figure out what the right thing was. Um, I may or may not have had a baby this week. So yay if I did. We're working on it if I don't. <laughs> so... <laughs> Y'all will know on Facebook as soon as it happens. My mom will post something.
1: Yeah, I'll post something. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't generally be posting people's babies on Facebook till they well, post.
0: after, okay, after, I mean, for our listeners, you'll post on oh, our I'll Facebook post that you page. had it. Yeah. Yes.
1: Because, you know, sometimes somebody will post a picture of somebody's baby or something. Oh, You're yeah. Like, no, don't do that now.
0: I don't even do that. I mean, you can post a picture after I post a picture.
1: Yeah, I'll, that's what I do. I wait on whoever to post a picture or to post this is happening, yeah. and then I'll post. I don't know. I just don't like to be stealing somebody's thunder.
0: I know, because I worked hard on making this baby. Like, did you? Yes, it's been in my stomach for like nine whole years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Feels right, like it. We're gonna keep the rest of our chatter to the end. because we right, we're let's gonna need this. a palate cleanser after this story. Oh.
0: So let's get into
1: it this is a a rough one
0: yeah
1: it's a thing it's a thing yeah
0: i mean morbidly i like it when it's rougher i know just and i hate to say just...
1: like i ho- like i almost uh closed a show with hope y'all enjoyed it but then i'm like mm, something got murdered but so.
0: I, i kind of like like I don't know. I I like the gory details. So when you say I won't go into too many details, I'm like, I want you to, <laughs> but I want to hear the details. I want to see. I I'm one of the ones that likes to see the pictures. Yeah, and I like to see like I don't know. I like to see the crime
1: scene, and that's weird. I know some. people No, I don't like... mind looking at crime scene photos and stuff. But yeah. there's certain um cases that are like. I know this probably sounds weird, but, like, if it's, like, an adult or an older person. Yeah. Then, like, I'm okay. Like, you know, I don't like it. Like, I'm sorry somebody died. But also the crime scene photos don't bother me. Mm. But if it's, like, a kid or an animal,
0: it bothers
1: me. I don't like it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I do. I don't want to say I like it. But, like, the books I used to read that are, like, unsolved books, they would be, like, child um, abusers or something. I really enjoyed... <laughs> reading those books I know it's weird like I, I didn't get like enjoyment out of it but like I got enjoyment out of it I don't understand I know what, what you're I'm trying saying. to say I mean but, I like, feel like
1: if you're listening to True Crime you kind of get what's happening but it's just a
0: book bu- it's just like books that would stick to me and like actually make me like feel something
1: okay see I don't like that I don't want to feel nothing I like it when my soul was dark <laughs> so that's why we're different <sighs> anyway okay so <clears throat> we're gonna go right into okay, it okay let's go i don't think we've ever had a story quite like this one before oh this really is, um this one struck me as very different because usually the reactions are different from mm-hmm. the other people or whatever and so I, I this one i think is a little different than what we've done maybe not you may be like no nope, it's exactly what we always do <laughs> so <laughs> okay so Leslie Allen and Jeff Anderson met and fell in love and when they married all they could imagine was the happy life they would have together and the family they would build. Leslie brought three kids into the marriage, Chris, Stephanie, and Greg. Jeff happily adopted all three and then they began to have children of their own. Rachel was born in 1986 their son, Cameron, was born in 1988, and their last child, Kyle, was born in 1990.
0: So, all the other six kids.
1: Six kids all together. They worked hard to make their life together, but it was not meant to be, and they divorced in
0: 1993.
1: Oh, man. In the divorce, Leslie got primary custody, meaning the kids were to live with her and visit with him. Mm-hmm. He would also get phone calls every Saturday that he didn't have the kids, and then he would get them for two weeks in July and August. In 1997, Jeff decided to move from where they were living in Wisconsin to Indiana.
0: Okay.
1: Chris, who was now an adult, moved with him. Chris was her oldest from the other marriage that he had adopted. So he was an adult. He decided to move with Jeff. This left Leslie with the five other kids, two of which, Stephanie and Greg, had learning disabilities. They were mentally disabled. Mm -hmm. The mental and financial strain started weighing on Leslie, and she was struggling to feed her kids and to pay her bills. So she was having a really rough time. And this guy who was... In a lot of the resources, he was reported to be Jeff's friend, but um, Jeff said that it was, he was definitely not his friend. He said that the guy was Leslie's friend. So, anyway, I think this guy was actually Leslie's friend, even though that a lot of resources said that it was Jeff's friend. But we're going to just refer to him as the friend. Mm-hmm. I did eventually track down his name, but. Um, I, I was almost done with my research and I'd already written the story, so I just didn't get back and change it. But if y'all want him named, y'all can let me know on Facebook and I'll name him. I don't care. Anyway, so <laughs> we're just going to call him The Friend. Okay. So, um, The Friend decides that he is in between places and he can move in and temporarily and help her out with the bills and stuff. Mm-hmm. And probably with the kids. So... Um he does that and it is a help but he starts to see the strain that is on her and he says, "Hey, look, my family owns this marina and um property right on the Mississippi River, right on A River in Mississippi, sorry. Was not the Mississippi River." <laughs> He's like, "You're struggling, so Listen, why don't y'all just come move with me? And you know, they've got all this land, it'll be great. Yeah. And so Leslie is like she doesn't really have a shit ton of options and this guy's, you know, really been helping her best stand. and so she's like, "Cool." So she packs up her kids and off they go to Fulton, Mississippi. When they get there, um this is not the life that she was promised. <laughs> His family did not, in fact, own the marina, Oh, but they did own a plot of land. It was not like a bunch of land. It was like a plot of land, and it had several really run-down trailers on it, and that was it. Hmm. She had no other options, so she just picked one that was least run-down and moved into it. <laughs> so that was well at least she
0: had her pick of
1: yeah these um kids you you have to think about this they're in a new place they're thousands hundreds of miles away from everybody and everything they've known they're starting new schools and now they're living in some janky ass trailer on a rundown property in mississippi Mm -hmm. so they were super looking forward to a visit that they had planned with jeff in august Anyway, the oldest of Jeff's biological kids, Rachel, she was like an honor student and she had won this trip to space camp. Super excited about that. Like they got, they're looking forward to summer. Yeah. But we're still in spring. But they have their eyes set on summer. They are not really having a great time. Jeff misses his kids terribly and he is planning every every facet of this visit Mm -hmm. he's got all these plans all these dreams about what they're going to do go play in the water they got all this stuff they're going to do so everybody's looking forward to this trip right Mm -hmm. in the spring of 2000 it starts to become difficult to get in touch with the kids So, he's calling, and he's getting sent straight to voicemail. Sometimes the friend answers and says, the kids aren't home, and just hangs up on him. (gasps) That's weird. And so, he's calling, he's calling. They're not making the Saturday phone calls like they're supposed to. He's not been able to get in touch with the kids. So, Jeff tells his sister, Trina, and he's like, listen, this is what's going on, and, you know, I'm kind of concerned. And so, she's nosy heifer, and so she starts poking around. Yeah. Good for Trina.
0: Does she live close?
1: No. So they are told that the kids are um, in her poking around. She discovers that the kids are living in these terrible, unsafe conditions, that the trailers in the property are unlivable and dangerous, yet they're living on them. Mm. He calls the cops and they basically just blow him off. They're like, meh, ain't really nothing we can do. What do you mean? This is a thing. Okay, so... <laughs> they, um... They really don't make it a secret that their involvement in this whole situation is going to end as soon as I hang up the phone on him. They're like, we ain't doing shit. They don't even pretend like they might be gonna look into it. They're like, meh, we ain't looking into this. So, Jeff gets upset, and he calls his ex-wife again, and he is like, I'm going to demand to speak to the kids. Like, he's determined. He calls, and he's not getting any answers.
0: Has he talked to the ex-wife? No. Not at all. Okay. The
1: friend, he either gets sent to voicemail, or, or the, the friend answers and hangs up. But he's like, I'm calling her. She's going to give me answers. I'm going to talk to my kids. Anyway, so he places a call at the end of April. And this time, the friend answers, and Jeff just lights into him. He's like, I want to know where my kids are. I want to talk to my kids right now. So the friend, he starts. <laughs> hey, wake up. Brandy's over here chasing bunnies in her sleep. She's the worst co-host. <laughs> you really Oh, They're snoring and chasing bunnies. So anyway, he tells he like starts yelling at the friend. He's like, You're gonna tell me where my kids are. I'm done with this. You're gonna answer me. The friend's like hemming and hawing around. He's like, well uh. And so finally he tells Jeff that Leslie has taken Jeff's biological kids and run off in the middle of the night with a random trucker. He he doesn't know the guy's name He doesn't have a description of the guy And he doesn't know what the guy was driving What? But she did ask him to take care of Stephanie and Greg Before she left
0: The two that were special needs?
1: Right Okay. And she left again In the middle of the night With three other kids Presumably to live in an 18-wheeler Together Five of them on the road Yeah in the middle of the night. Sounds legit. Doesn't it though? Jeff shockingly does not believe the story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say believed it. I was like, What? No. Jeff,
1: no. Jeff is like, hmm, this sounds like some BS. <laughs> um, he absolutely does not believe that she would have taken off without a word to him. Yeah. He they're divorced, but um, apparently they're not in bad, bad relationship. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for.
0: Co-parenting.
1: Right? I don't know. Now I've all of a sudden got pregnancy bring from you. I've been with you for too long. Sorry about it. Anyway, so they're... The relationship they have between each other isn't horrible. Civil. It's civil. And so, right, it's civil. And so he's like, absolutely, she would not have left without a word to me. And there is no way she would just ditch out the other kids. Yeah. There's no way she would have done that. Mm-mm. And, like, why would you choose? I'm just sick of these two that I have to you take know, extra care of. Right. Are you just yeah. like, mm, seven is just too much. Five of us can live in the back of this truck. Seven. Sorry, no.
0: there are only five seatbelts.
1: Two of you've got to go. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Jeff does not believe this. He's like, there's no way she left without Stephanie and Greg. There's no way she left without saying something. There, This is just, this is some BS. And like, something's wrong. Something's super wrong.
0: So what kind of special <laughs> needs does Stephanie and Greg have? Are they verbal? Like, can they explain? They
1: are verbal ish. Um... From the way it was described, I'd go like a little less verbal than Kayla.
0: Okay.
1: So, so like, they still
0: could have They can said... communicate,
1: but they um, don't always get their point across correctly. Got you know what I mean? Like that. That's okay. the way I kind of understood it. Because they do have some communication later we'll talk about. And so that's the way that came to me. So, anyway, Jeff is like, no, something's absolutely wrong. This is crazy. He calls the cops back. And they are much more cooperative this time. <laughs> Just kidding. They're not. They're like, listen, buddy, she has custody. She can take the kids anywhere she wants with anybody. There ain't nothing you can do about it. Don't bother us. <laughs> this is basically what they say. Jeez, saying. these cops suck.
0: And so... Are they part
1: of, um part of the friend's family not to my knowledge but there definitely is a connection of some sort there in my opinion but I yeah. don't allegedly anyway allegedly. so um they tell him though There's he's like well she's supposed to have the kids back for visitation in July and um they're like alright well if she ain't back by July let us know we'll look into it are you kidding me <laughs> no Absolutely. What month are we in? April. Yeah.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: Dang. Jeff cannot imagine waiting months for answers because he is just so positive something is wrong. Yeah. He starts trying to find out if the kids had ever even been registered in school have they gotten their shots to go to school? Have they seen a doctor anywhere? Has anybody seen them since the beginning of spring, the last time he talked to them? Has anybody? So he starts poking around, but he did not have custody. And so nobody wants to give him any information. After he just he was meeting with one dead end after the other. Nobody wants to talk to him. Nobody will give him answers. Nobody will give him information. The police are like, "Stop bothering us. We have better things to do than worry about your kids missing. <laughs> Leave us be." So he finally is just like he has no choice but to wait till July. He has exhausted every option he has at this point. And, and he actually did a lot. Like sometimes you hear these people and they're like, you know, well, we just figured the police were right. they come back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is not what happened with this man. Him, his sister, his mother, they like, they called, they begged, they tried to get other people to look into it. Nobody would help these people. Now, remember, the f- kids are in Mississippi, or they were. They're up here in, what I say, Indiana. Yeah. So, they're states away. I mean, they're trying to do everything over the phone. The police are shutting them down at every turn. Nobody cares to help. Man. So, he legitimately was trying and just kept running into dead ends so this was not one of those stories that we've seen so many times where you're like why did you not call somebody you know what i'm saying yeah he tried to called everybody and everybody was like we can't help you buddy sorry so he's like maybe the police are right hopefully and she's gonna bring them back for their visitation and you know who knows? that you know, they've dealt with this before. So maybe they're right, right? Spoiler alert, they were not. Come July, she is not back. So he calls the police again in Mississippi. They don't really do anything, they will not even let him open a missing persons case. What? So anyway, he has to go they're to his biological kids. Correct. They have, he has to go before a judge in Indiana and um that judge finally swears out a warrant for Leslie's arrest and before the end of summer he was awarded custody of the kids i mean but that doesn't really help
0: yeah so well i mean it does in a sense that now he can get, get the information
1: though right
0: from all the people so,
1: but he has no idea when his kids even disappeared, honestly, because he just knows the last time he talked to them, he has no idea when they even disappeared. He hires a private investigator. He um, had their medical records and their school records flagged so that if ever they were requested to change schools or something, mm-hmm. that there would be a notification immediately to authorities. So he did all this. He went and he got permission to have their mail forwarded to his address in case there was any clue or anything. So he went and got special permission for this to happen and that did for a few months and then all of a sudden it just stopped with no explanation so he contacts the post office and he's like hey what's up with this and somebody takes pity on him and says listen somebody had it redirected to another address but they won't tell him who or what the address is so they're like you know this is one of those
0: situations that you're like blink twice if it the name exactly
1: so um he contacts the police and he's like listen you know can you get answers from the post office because they will not talk to me and so here's the thing the police said they were not able to get answers from the post office
0: so is this the same police yes and so
1: you know you gotta wonder did you try though because no,
0: you absolutely did not because i feel
1: like if you went in and was like listen we need the address they they would have been like yeah now technically you know I guess the post office is federal maybe there's some red tape I don't know but he was able to get permission to get the mail forwarded to begin with Yeah. so but I don't know the police said they couldn't get any answers I'm iffy on that I do believe they didn't get answers but I don't know if they couldn't have got answers but they ain't come up with no answers so in March of 2001 Jeff trina and his mother their mother make the trip to mississippi and they are wanting to convince stephanie and greg to come home with them yeah they get there and they find that most of the trailers there are in a state of collapse and there's like a line of campers. So they start knocking on doors and finally one opened and it was Stephanie and Greg. And they were super excited to see their dad and grandma and aunt. Oh, wow. So they run to them and they hug them and, you know, they're super duper excited. But the aunt's father and grandmother come into their camper. And when they do, Stephanie and Greg's whole demeanor changes. All of a sudden, they're super nervous. They're like, No, you got to tell the friend you're here. You can't be in here. You got to tell the friend. You got to make sure the friend knows that you're here. And they get super sketch, right? So they go out and they start knocking on other doors. And finally, the friend comes out. And when he does, Greg starts sucking his thumb and just rocking back and forth. And Stephanie just hangs on to the dude, the friend. What? She just hangs on him. And they, she, no, neither of them look at the other family members. Like, all of a sudden, they are completely different kids. Oh, my goodness. So, this bothered Jeff's mom so bad that she placed a call to the police And the police come out. They They have
0: nothing they could do, they have a
1: heated confrontation in front of the cops. Um, Jeff and his family they beg Stephanie and Greg to come with them. They're like, just come back with us, you know, just right now, get in the car with us and come with us. We love you, we miss you. So, the friend tells the kids that if they go with Jeff and them that um jeff and them's gonna kill them what and he's like you know is that what you want do you want them to kill you and so they get super scared and they're obviously they don't and they say
0: this in front of the police
1: and so obviously the kids don't want to get killed and so they're like no they tell the cops that they don't want to leave So Jeff is like, listen, you know, I'm, I'm their father legally. I'm their father. Yeah. You know, I want them to come with me. And the cops say, well, they're both over 18. So it's their choice if they want to stay or go. Oh man, That is a thing I'm just going to throw out there because, uh, um, I've run into this with Kayla before where, you know, you have to take them to certain, um, appointments and stuff for the government for her to continue to get her social security yeah and um they will legit say like she can't drive herself there she can't fill out the paperwork and stuff and then so you've got to do all this stuff for and then they'll go uh we have to ask her permission for you to come back and let us talk to you because we can't legally speak to you without her permission yeah but like she could not have got here without me she could not have filled out any of the paperwork you're requesting you're like can you fill out this paperwork for her and then turn it around and saying but we can't talk to you without her permission yeah it's up to her now i have over the years had doctors that are like you know i technically can't talk to you without her permission that's fine if i talk to your mom right kayla like that but i've had some of them that are like we'll have to go ask her if you're allowed to come back and they're just real nasty so my thing is that i can't even know her medical records or anything without her permission because she's an adult but also i can't put her out on the street because i would be abandoning a special needs person on the street So the government's real funky about people with special needs. It's like they're in this sort of limbo where they, like, force you to, I don't want to say that, but it is, like, they force you to take care of them, but also you can't have any of their information if they say no. So weird. (laughs) But, like, you can't put them out, but also you can't know if they're, you know, have cancer or something yeah we don't have to tell you this but also will you're responsible for getting them treatment for that <laughs> so it's really kind of funky the way they do it it's uh, it's not fun
0: yeah not at all it's
1: not fun at all anyway the kids choose to stay even though that's probably not what was best for them the cops on this the cops actually i mean that is the law yeah so although it's stupid. It really is. It's so
0: sketch, though, that he said that in front of the cops, and the cops aren't just like red flag.
1: Right. Like now, okay. So red this is this off. is allegedly that that happened because we weren't there, but people that were there said this is what happened. So allegedly, he said it in front of the cops. So we're just gonna throw that out there. After that, Jeff and, and his family they go back home and they are allowed to have limited access to um stephanie and greg Mm -hmm. they are have very limited contact with them but they are allowed to have some contact with them after that as far as i can find they still live there with the friend and Mm -hmm, um the friend is still cashing those security checks uh, allegedly because uh,
0: okay question so were the social security checks being forwarded
1: to the dad probably because that all of, of their time. mail was so. okay so that's probably unless they were just changed. uh direct deposit then which, how did
0: he get how well, would the friend have gotten permission unless him and that and the woman were married i can't remember her name
1: to get their checks Yeah. Oh, no. The checks probably were getting direct deposited, but um, they send you like a questionnaire, and um, like once every once in a while, you can designate who, like there's two names on hers. It would be her and her caregiver. And so it's certain points in the every couple years or whatever, you can designate somebody else, but I mean, I fill out the paperwork all the time.
0: What I'm saying is, um... So, the dad got the mail forwarded to his house. Right. So, if we are saying it's the friend that forwarded the mail back to his address, how would he have done that without having, like, a marriage license or something with... What is the woman's name? I cannot remember. Leslie. With Leslie.
1: Um... Well, I don't know because I can secret marriage. That's what I'm asking. No, I don't believe so. But honestly, I mean, it's not like I could go fill out a forward, forwarding address. <laughs> I could have your mail forwarded to my house. It's just a little card you fill out. How would that be legal? Oh, it's probably not. But I mean, it's just a little card.
0: But but the dad had to jump through hoops and get special permission to well, do well, because
1: it. he wanted to open their mail. Oh, okay. Because he wanted to open her mail and see if there was any clue as to where the kids were. Okay. So, it wasn't just, like, he legally wanted to open their ma- because, and he probably could have just done a change of address form, but if if he had found a clue, he would have then had to been like, oh, I found this clue, and then you've got this whole thing where, where you didn't find it legally, thing. and yeah. blah, 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 so
0: okay i got what
1: he was doing there so he wasn't able to redo it
0: though he wasn't able to get that special permission twice.
1: well the post office quit returning his his contact and so he was not able to get the post office to work with him anymore
0: so did he go to the post office while they're in town and like be like hey that i
1: don't know I don't know. And probably not because they probably went straight to see the kids. And then you have this whole fight with the guy and the kids are like, no, you'll kill me. And then you're probably pretty upset about that. And so, um, you know, probably not. Anyway, so there never has been a real search of that property in Mississippi. And the last confirmed sighting of Leslie was in March of, March 22nd of 20, of 2000, sorry. So nobody
0: else, when they were knocking on these trailers, nobody else came out? No. So there was nobody living there?
1: Or they just don't answer. We talked about that before. Sometimes country folk, be real, um, they don't answer. Plus, I think if you're Gen Gen X, you don't answer the door. Like, you just, like, you wanna get low and peek and see who it is, or you just fly down and ignore it. Yeah. Because that's how we was raised. You don't answer the door.
0: I mean, I don't usually answer the door either, but mostly it's, you know... uh, DoorDash, the time of COVID. The good thing about COVID is everything can be delivered to your house, and you don't have to open the door. They just ring it, and then they leave.
1: Well, um, you know, now they tell you don't open your door for anybody. No, if you don't physically know them, don't open the door because it's dangerous. So maybe it was that. I don't know. So Leslie is not technically considered missing.
0: So, he wasn't able to file a missing persons report?
1: Well, technically, she to this day is not considered missing, and for a super long time, this was considered a parental kidnapping, and it was listed as that, and so... As much as Jeff would have liked to believe it was a parental kidnapping, he did not. He honestly did not believe that Leslie just ran off with his kids.
0: And there was no... Like, he couldn't get in touch with, like, the state police or the FBI? Even an investigation?
1: Um, This man has has legitimately jumped through hoops. And he's having a very hard time because it's a parental kidnapping. People don't really want to help. He's really jumped through a lot of hoops and he is not getting a lot of help man. But like I said, to this day, she is not even can. And I think that maybe doesn't help is because he's fighting to have her listed, I think is missing too. Yeah. And, and as far as legality is concerned, she's a kidnapper Mm -hmm. and he's like, she's not a kidnapper. Something happened to her. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a weird situation. It's it's a situation that isn't normally happening. And I don't know if that messes stuff up where, you know, they're like, well, I don't know what to believe. (laughs) You know what I mean? Man. So, um, There were random sightings of the kids here and there, but then nothing was confirmed. And kids a lot of times look alike, so there was no real reason. Kids either. Well, some of them were kid adjacent
0: because
1: she was only, um, like 13. The oldest of the girls that went missing was only like 13, the rest of them were younger. No, so. There was no activity on their social security numbers, and there was never any request for their school or medical records to be transferred anywhere. Jeff kept up the search for years. He paid for billboards. He paid for private investigators. He took trips back to Mississippi, um, still trying to get... None of the private investigators came up with anything? Mm-mm. He kept going back to Mississippi trying to get Stephanie and Greg and um, to get the police there to do something. He, he went broke trying to fund the search, and it caused his second marriage to split up, and he wound up losing his job because he was missing so much time. Um, he found it very hard to work on his kids' birthdays. Yeah, and so um, sometimes he would not show up on their birthdays, or he'd call in. They said he was missing too much time. He's taking these trips, and so he wound up losing his job. He, it was really destroying him. It was destroying yeah. his life. And so after, so he was forced to kind of step back from the search, and his family and friends. Took over for him and he really had not a lot of options and so after the family um, particularly his sister and a friend of hers I believe after they took over they contacted Leslie's sister and they were like you know do you have any information, anything new, anything? And she said that she also had tried to, to get Stephanie and Greg and she was shut down and that, um, they refused to even let her see them. And she also had called the police, in- the friend.
0: Okay.
1: She also had called the police about her concerns and the police also did not help her. <laughs> and so they they just have a whole, they not helpful. <laughs>
0: Man.
1: Yeah. In 2021, they were finally able to get the school records. Yeah. Um, And they found out that the kids stopped attending school's, school on different days. Rachel quit. She stopped attending on April 5th. Kyle on April 7th and Cameron on April 10th. And that meant that the chances that they all left town the same day were pretty slim.
0: Yeah, that's weird that they all were.
1: So there were rumors that the friend had bought an underground storm shelter around this time. And that he had bought a pallet of tar also. And that then the storm shelter had been covered in concrete. The family did not give up, and the friend changed his story a couple times about what happened, one of which consisted with Leslie running off to Mexico. And then he added this strange, unnecessary, and easily disproven detail that she was having the newspaper. (laughs) It's so stupid. I'm sorry, it's not funny, but it's such a stupid detail. Yeah but she was having the local newspaper delivered to her in Mexico so she could keep up with what was going on in Mississippi. What? She had only been living in this town for like a couple months. And then, but she cares so much about it that she got a subscription to the newspaper. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So um, he said that then they could communicate because if he needed to tell her something, he would get an ad in the newspaper and use this code. And so he would put what he needed in Why this would? ad in code and then she would um, she would do the same and that's how they communicated. Why would they need to communicate in code? That's... Exactly, because if he just called, nobody would know. Yeah,
0: because we Cause can't. Because the find police her are anyways. not
1: doing anything to help. They don't give a damn. So Anyway, the newspaper, shockingly, had no record of anyone in Mexico having a subscription at all. So, I'm just saying somebody
0: may or may not want to go um, secret squirrel on their own to search property, on the, um, allegedly.
1: Okay, so... Start poking. Allegedly, there may or may not be a Facebook group dedicated to this case that is run by the family. And possibly someone may have mentioned that if somebody local were to just pokey poo around, that there allegedly. would be, yes, allegedly, that there would be a legal fund set up t- were that to be an issue. Hmm. So um, all of that's alleged that I, obvi- I definitely did not read that. And so, um, but I don't believe that happened at all. But I definitely don't know.
0: But if you're low on funds, then you... Uh,
1: well, it's just a legal um, fund. Just, well, you know, bail you, money. Well, if you're
0: scared... For a little little
1: bell money. They get you out. Anyway, so these kids would all be adults now. Rachel would be 37, Cameron 35, and Kyle 33. And we'll obviously post pictures of each of them as kids and a picture of Leslie. You're going to notice that the police department that is handling the case is not Mississippi. It is, in fact, Idawamba County Sheriff's Department. Oh, no, I'm sorry. The Idawamba County Sheriff's Department in Mississippi has to this day refused to allow the family to file missing persons reports on any of them.
0: So if you have any tips, don't go to them.
1: They are not listed. It is the police office in um, Indiana, I believe that is the one listed on the report even though they went missing in Mississippi they legitimately will not even allow them to to file a missing persons why they is it not, not the
0: mississippi state police
1: uh like their version of state patrol i don't think they investigate this the sheriffs
0: like the georgia bureau the, of investigation why is it not the mississippi bureau of investigation do
1: oh um that i don't know that i do not know And in just like the GBI, I believe, has to be invited in. I know the FBI does have to be invited in.
0: The FBI has to? I thought the FBI FBI has
1: to be invited in by the local. Oh,
0: I thought the FBI could do whatever they wanted to.
1: Oh, no, that's just just at your house. That's just at your house. But if there's a crime, they have to be invited in by the jurisdiction. But if they want to just, like, and that's probably not the FBI. It's like the ATF can just bust up in your house and shoot your dog. But, um... ATF?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's that? Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Oh. They just bust up in here. I know Brandy, it's terrifying. Anyway, get me off the government. Don't we talking about this, mess? You're definitely getting us on the list.
0: Uh, I'm just asking. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if you brought, okay, if they brought the tip to the Indiana State Police, there's nothing they could do about it, right? Because it's not their jurisdiction. So it would be just as good as bringing it to the Mississippi State Police.
1: With the different states involved, that may be what the issue is. But I don't know if Indiana could invite the FBI in. I feel like with as much work as this family has put into this, and they are legitimately still working. They are legitimately still active on this Facebook page. They are legitimately still talking details, talking about, you know, what's been going on, all of this. Um, and for the record, like they, even on Mother's Day, they posted a picture of Leslie. I mean, yeah, they do not, not even like a small piece of them believes Leslie just took these kids around.
0: Does the dad still go and visit the um, the two special needs kids?
1: Um, he, or is he
0: not allowed on the property?
1: No, I think he still um, occasionally goes and tries. Mm-hmm. But they they have a Facebook page, and I'm ninety eight percent positive. That I linked it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. If not, let me know and I'll find it for you. But um, they're very active on it. They give you all kinds of information and everything. They legitimately will talk to you on the Facebook page. They are putting in work. I honestly believe that there was any way they could get the Mississippi Bureau of Investigation or the FBI involved themselves, that they would. So You need to
0: find the friend's name because we need to put him on blast.
1: Oh, I know his name. Um.
0: I know what you said.
1: Well, you mean, my notebook and I'll look at it. I wrote it down because I found it. But he was only listed as the friend in, or a friend or Jeff's friend in um, all, like, in everything. Me, Jeff's former friend. Jeff said that was not his friend. Ever? Well, yeah. He said that was her friend, that that was not his friend. His name is Kelly Russ, R-U-S-S kelly russ r-u-s-s it but it took searching to find his name his name was not listed like i found his name otherwise he's
0: got to have connections
1: in that police department i don't know and i'm gonna tell you what i earthed the address mm. um which i'm not gonna give out but if you were curious about the address it is um listed on that facebook page that i just discussed allegedly it may be listed there in one of the um in where she one of the kids was last seen and um under a picture of rachel and uh allegedly it could be there if you wanted to find it and i google earthed it And these trailers are, like, there's no roof left. I mean, from above, it just looks like a spine. But uh, in any case, the Google Earth, when you go to Street View, like, there's two people on the Street View. Like, they're coming towards the car. What? Or whatever. And I was like, that's actually kind of creepy. I mean, that's kind of creepy. So Anyway. Um what is maybe even worse than the police not being interested is that this case has gotten so little press that it is, like, I I couldn't find but a handful of stories. Man, I mean, how? It it's is, such an
0: interesting it case. It is.
1: And, I mean, honestly, a family of four went missing and nobody cares. Yeah. And the police aren't doing anything and nobody cares. It's It's a whole... I don't understand why it's not gotten more press. Um, I know there's been a couple podcasts done, but basically that's it. How,
0: man, is this okay? Is Kelly Russ um like big shot in the town?
1: He hey, can't I'm be. All, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say probably not. But he I can't don't really because know. he's
0: living on in a trail an empty trailer
1: park. It's not even a trailer park, like. I don't know. You had to Google her that and see your own. Uh, you had to look for it. In any case, well, that is all my story. I got, but I did got a, a little pelvic cleanser about how uh, accident prone I was all week <laughs> after, after my finger cutting off incident. I um, y'all know I said I had bought all them onions and then I cut my finger off and then that same day I had gone out cause uh, Billy when he's napping during the day he'll go out to the camper and nap because you know my house has got a lot of ruckus yeah and so um he'd go out there and nap and i had gone out to wake him up because i was getting ready to go get zane from practice yeah and so i had gone out to wake him up while i'm going in i somehow do not notice that the steps are not out on the thing all the way (laughs) And so, I don't know if I just stepped over the first one or what. But anyway, I go in there. I chit-chat with him for a minute. because uh, This day, we're like ships passing in the night. It's like I saw him for 15 minutes when I chit-chatted with him before I left. Yeah. So, my alarm goes off and I'm like, hey, I gotta go. And so, I'm like... uh Bye, I love you, and I step out and I step the fur the bottom step is gone. Like somebody I, stepped, I step from the second step to the ground. And it's like a good eighteen inches. Yeah. And so um my knee like buckled and so and I almost went down. But I was wearing my um my stupid slimy the ones I say were like hot pink croc material knockoff <laughs> slides. Yeah. They're not even crocs. They're like slides, and it's not quite croc material, but it feels like plastic. Yeah. I'm going to call them my foxes from now on. Your foxes? My foxes. Because they're like fake crocs. <laughs> <laughs> foxes. Anyway, so that's what I'm wearing, and when I step, like. You should call
0: them your gator shoes, because instead of it's croc. Crocodile
1: shoes and skater shoes. My foxes slides off the tongue better. Mm. Anyway, so when I step down and, like, I step, like, all the way down, my foot just plants, like, like I'm wearing a football (laughs) cleat. Like, the shoe plants in the ground. Like, it don't go nowhere. But my leg kind of buckled, and then my foot slid forward in them, so the strap is, like, because they're, like, (laughs) flip-flops. So, the strap is up by my ankle. Like, my foot was almost all the way through them. But it stopped me, and I think that, um, I think my fox flops had maybe saved my life. Because, <laughs> cause like, I wasn't able to do that run and fall, which is what I feel like probably would have happened if they hadn't a planted so hard in the ground. But then, I'm like... <laughs> Listen, I, you ain't going down today, sister. So, yeah, so he's just stopped me dead still. But my foot slid on through him. And then I was like, Lord, I'd have broke off my whole leg. And Billy was like, Oh, are you okay? I'm like, No. I just said I oh, broke obviously off my whole not. leg. And uh, he's like, Can I get you? <laughs> no, he's like, Oh, the steps didn't come all the way out. And I'm like, Oh, no shit. <laughs> i'm like but i don't know how i didn't notice going in yeah and uh he's like when i uh i cranked it up to check the battery and then um the step didn't go all the way back out and i don't know why it never i don't know i don't understand what happened i just know it what not now i broke my whole leg off and so i'm like well that sucks so anyway i drive i go get zane I come back, and I'm like, I got to finish this onion processing that's been going on. And uh, so, like, my kitchen's big, yeah. and, and so I got a table. But to sit at the table and do anything, I got to run an extension cord yeah so i did i run the extension cord to the food processor because i didn't want to stand up and process 40 pounds of onions and also because i broke my whole leg off and so (laughs) i was like um coming around and i stepped over this extension cord trying to get to my spot and when i did i guessed i had dropped an onion or kayla had dropped an onion piece (laughs) or something i stepped on that thing and my fox flops took off like a skate. <laughs> and I almost did a, flip, a split in my kitchen. Like, like like, my one foot was planted, but my other one was on the skate. And I almost did a split on the electric cord. And then I was like, that would have sucked because it had to flip the whole process. down. <laughs> You'd have lost 40 pounds of onion. <laughs> no but i mean i'd have had i'd have showered in a processor full of (laughs) onion slices that would have been tragic them bitches would have been everywhere anyway i had pulled something in my hoo-ha region (laughs) but i was like man i almost went down i was like these people about to be sending me well wishes in the hospital because i almost ripped my everything off (laughs) Oh god. And then we's moving uh swapping around my son's room. Because he's got a little love seat in there and uh he's got a bunch of junk and he needed to clean it out yeah, in any case does. so we've been cleaning his room so we's gonna move out this love seat so we're gonna put it at the end of the porch so you can sit out there and listen to the rain listen i know it's redneck but right now my porch is covered with junk i got to get For cleaned sure. off so um in any case that's what i'm like that's what i'm gonna do because sometimes i want to sit out there and write and i can't because i ain't got to wear it to- post up because I just got these church benches out there and they're not comfortable. Anyway so um, we're like lifting this couch and it's not light because it's got recliners on both Mm -hmm. ends and my dog decides right now he's going to play Cleopatra and jump his junkie butt (laughs) up on my end of the couch. I about dropped the whole thing. He jumps up there with his full force to it. It wasn't like he gingerly stepped up there. (laughs) <laughs> dove up on the table next to us and then jumped up on this couch. And, I mean, I almost went down. The couch almost went down. Zane almost went down. The dog almost went down. I'm like, what the? And then uh, Kayla's like, Dandy, get down, boy. Get down. And I'm like, could you do something? Which well, she can't get to him because that table is there. So, uh But it's heavy, and I'm like, I just balanced it on the table, and I was like, get down. But he's like, you can't do nothing. And he just sits and looks at me just pretty as can be. And Zane's like, get down. And then Kayla's like, damn, you get down. You want a snack, baby? I'm like, baby, my ass, get down. (laughs) So then I felt like he had broke my back no he is not i mean generally he is but he's like what y'all gonna do she can't get to me he can't get to me she can't do nothing because she can't put the couch down honey. <laughs> of y'all can do anything i rule the world right now and that's how he was i was like what so nice. you broke your
0: foot your back and your my finger. whole leg my whole leg
1: your whole leg and my hoo-ha and, <laughs> hoo-ha. and my back jeez Louise. and cut off my finger and gonna, you have
0: my baby this weekend. So. I know. <laughs> so he's going to put you in for a wild ride,
1: too. But I'm going Monday for a massage. So. Oh, nice. All right. So we got to close. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell y'all, share it with somebody who loves onions. Oh, yeah. And y'all know our social media. So Heck yeah, you do. Y'all come visit us. All right. Talk Bye. to you later. Bye.